Welcome to the Technostatic Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. This is Randy. And uh, we also have a special guest today, Travis Sankula. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, today is going to be the Foldy Boy cast, uh, basically. We're going to talk... Flip. And flip. Uh, folding device cast, flipping device cast too. Uh, we're going to talk Z Fold 3 and Z Flip 3. It's a fold cast. It's dude. a fold cast, and we're also going to talk at the end just a little, just a little bit about Halo Infinite. So just because like, ourselves, we, yeah, yeah, we got some stuff to say. So let's roll right into the flipping folding nonsense uh, that will be today's podcast. So the reason uh, you know we're having this to begin with is I think all of us have got a uh, folding phone of some kind, whether it be like a horizontal or a vertical flip, uh, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to talk about it. I know Randy and I, we just got the Z Fold 3. Uh, and then Travis here, he got the Z Flip 3, which is really exciting. And uh, I wanted to bring him on because this is his first folding phone. He's had lots of Android phones in the past, obviously. But I wanted to just get his first impressions. Like, just uh, what was your previous phone, actually? So it was a Galaxy 10 Note, I believe. Okay, so you had the Note 10? Okay. Yeah. Did that? That has the S Pen and stuff, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going from that, and then, so like, I guess, what's your first impressions of it? Like, uh, like, show the camera. I know that uh, we have audio listeners too, but just show it off if uh, for the video watchers out there. So the phone itself is pretty neat. It's got two screens. It's got the front facing the look of that screen that uh, actually so has nice. some w- widgets and whatnot. And I'm not sure if I can do it. Yeah, with, uh, while backwards. not looking at it. But um, yeah, it's a full folding phone there and everything is, like that. There it and is. it's actually very similar in size to the Note phone. Okay. Um, and it actually has a lot of neat features built into it that you wouldn't expect from a folding phone that are, is built around the folding aspect of the phone. Okay. So, yeah. um, it, it's, it's pretty nice. It's a great phone. Um, as you can see, I, I put a case on it because I don't what want anything to that? happen to it. The uh, Spigen uh, hard case. So okay. that's very popular. Um, like I see them on Reddit all the time. So yeah. like, yeah, I'm not surprised that. And like, actually, you've been a fan of their cases for a while. I remember you were telling. I have a Spigen case here somewhere that I just got from my full three. They're 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 really nice. nice. They're, they're oh, definitely yeah, something that's a that I would even consider a, a higher quality than this than the Samsung Folio that comes with the S with, with the Z Fold. Yeah, but dude, we'll like, get into that we, in a little bit. I know like uh, we got these basically for free and like I I have I put it on there just to like play with it and then I was like no it doesn't feel I'd right. show you mine but it's in the garbage. Yeah, he literally threw it away. So, so it comes with the ours came with the little pin. That's the only reason we got them and they were kind of like cuz they were having all the deals on their site so we Right, right, right. We got it but it was kind of garbage. But but yeah, so like yeah, I kind of want to ask some questions. Too, yeah, definitely. You know? uh, do like, you, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask because I couldn't find it in coverage anywhere. Everyone had to like double tap the front screen. Uh, can you leave that in always on display mode? Yeah, I've oh, always perfect. got it. I've got perfect. it Excellent. always on, Excellent. and it. Um, That's you can awesome. actually configure yeah, it for yeah, different things. Yeah, how cool things. is that? Dude? So clean. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a really good yeah. phone. Um, I'm still getting used to the functionality about it, but I have really enjoyed having it so far. And yeah, so like, you got it yesterday or today? Uh, I I got it yesterday. So cool. I spent a few hours getting it set up. But, I mean, it's just being able to, like, have the weather on here, um, play yeah. your music from, from the front That's and everything like neat. that. I mean, it's it's a really neat feature. So let me ask you, dude, like, how does it feel in the pocket? It's a bit thick. It's about the thickness that you would think of, like, a 3DS, but about okay. half the size. Yeah. Um, Do you find and, that to be better in the pocket or...? 
you know, I forget that it's in my pocket, to be honest. Having oh, the, the note um, fully, like the full size of the note in your pocket, you m- more notice it there. It's a good um, thing, yeah. Another thing I noticed, though, is that it falls farther in your pocket, so you actually have to you have reach in there to grab Dig the phone, out. which you're not more really secure, used to. Though, right? Yeah, it's true, it's true. Um, but overall, I'm I'm really happy with the phone. Um, I'm pleased with it. Everybody seems to find it neat, and you can't even tell that the crease is there if you're watching a video or if yeah, uh, something's it kind of just vanishes. On. Yeah. But, so um, Randy had like the first, uh, the flip, right? Loved so, it. Loved yeah. it. It probably one of my top three favorite phones. And you know, if it's funny because prior to coming on this podcast, one of the things I just looked up was if I can pair one watch to multiple phones, because I would also like a flip too. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, that's so funny. You can't, by the way, in case anyone is wondering. You can. You can pair. You cannot. You can pair multiple watches to one phone. Yeah. But you can't pair one watch to multiple phones, unfortunately. Uh, so I don't think it matters though. Uh, for Samsung stuff specifically, did you see all the like? Uh, they try and be all Apple with their. Uh, oh yeah, with, with the Send to. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I so. don't either. But it, I think like it's supposed to be. You're supposed to get like your phone, your text messaging. It's supposed to work kind of like how Apple does it, where it synchronizes a- across all your devices. Okay. It's okay. supposed to be the same thing. So if you have a Samsung watch, like a Samsung tablet, a Samsung phone, it's supposed to synchronize all that between them. So sure. like in your case, like yeah, if you had a flip and a fold, theoretically it would it would synchronize across all of them. But uh, that would be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be a lot of folding in your life, dude. See, see, for me, I have the black fold. Yeah. And that cream color flip looks pretty nice because it has like that like retro yeah. aesthetic, like that. Like, what was that design that you were looking for in your house? That like modern retro thing called uh, mid-century modern. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The yeah. cream Z fold looks mid-century modern. Yeah. No, it does, dude. Yeah. I, I, that's my aesthetic uh, right now. I kind of, I kind of dig it. It's just clean, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, so like, you know, I, is it, do you think the, uh, back to the flip though, is it like taller than, uh, like normal phones are? Oh yeah. It's like, tell you what, I, I already had, I already had the old phone in the box ready to send back. <laughs> We're just going to crack this open. I'll reseal it. Okay. And then Wait, it'll be easy to Did compare. you get your trade-in box already from Samsung? Did they send you just a label to return it in the same box? Is that what they do? Okay. Okay. Is that what that is? Okay. So here is the note versus the uh, flip. You can see that they are just about the same size. It's thinner side by side. Yeah, slightly thinner. It's a it's a different aspect ratio. It seems. Okay. So that's interesting. Do you you enjoy that or do you find it a hindrance? Actually, I really enjoy it. So um, here's the two phones. Oh, you wow. can see that they are yeah. very, very similar in size. And you can see the Spigen case has taken a lot of wear and tear. That's a loved-in case right but there. It is, yeah. A lot of love. <laughs> the, the thing I love about my the old phone is that I could just I could just chuck it, and I don't have to worry about it taking any damage because yeah. the case is so good. Um, well, I mean, you can chuck the 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 uh, <laughs> got flip. The flip. You can yeah. chuck the flip, dude. You've seen people like uh, uh, Quinn. You know, Quinn, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Snazzy Labs, dude, he's just chucked his uh, and and dropped you know, it, kicked dropped it, it, tossed yeah. it around. Those things are pretty durable. I mean, what did you think about the folding screen? Like, uh, were you worried about durability, Travis? Or well, the 
my primary concern of why I didn't get any of the previous one is is because of the uh, water resistance. Water resistance. And this is the first fold phone that has water resistance. Yeah, or, it's funny um, you mentioned yeah. that. It's it's funny you mentioned that because when I had my Z Fold two, one of the reasons I went back to an iPhone was just the peace of mind of water resistance. And it's not like I was, you know, swimming with my phone in my pocket or anything. It was just, you know, if I have friends over and we're pouring drinks at the bar, I'm like, oh, I got to watch where my phone is. I got to keep my phone in my pocket because I didn't want an accident to happen. And that that peace of mind that I had with, with a water resistant phone yeah. uh, was worth it to me. So I totally get where you're coming from. And it's pretty impressive that your flip is waterproof now. Yeah, yeah. But if we have a second, I'd like to go back to the ratios. Yeah, go, yeah, so, yeah, go for it. Um, this phone has is a really, like, essentially it's an ultra widescreen. And here I have Twitch. You can see I oh, have a wow. full screen Twitch, but it has the chat oh, right there. So. That's, that's sweet. Yeah. Dang, that's actually really yeah. cool, dude. Because, yeah. like, even, like, uh, I guess that's one good thing about having, like, a, a wider or, in this case, taller. But you know what I mean after you rotate it. Like, you get to have, like, a full 16 by 9, like, video. Experience. And yeah. then also have, like, the chat. Like, that's kind of optimal for Twitch. Right. <laughs> you know, that's kind of cool, actually. Because even, like, on the uh, the Z Fold, like, if you're watching a YouTube video, you get black bars, like, top, bottom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter mm-hmm. no matter how you rotate or, like, orient the phone, you're going to get black bars, like, any which way. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually really neat on the on, – I, I, I'd be curious to see uh, what the actual, like, vis, like, 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 usable space is in a video on the Fold versus the Flip. Because it might be closer than we think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have, like, a Linus Tech Tip video up, and yeah. it's, like, you oh, can yeah, see big black bars. Like, yeah. now you can rotate it, and then, like... And they get bigger. Like, if it's full screen, it's, like, okay, that's garbage. That's, you know, that's better, but it's still... And, like, if but, you... But then, yeah. Like, the only time it's really, like, the GOAT is when you're you're doing this. Like, that. then it's, I mean, like, Oh, oh that's cool. real nice. So, Go like... to the bottom, Eric, when, when, when you have that episode, like, you can see what the comment section looks like. Yeah, so like the comment section is cool because you can like you can have a full video up open and then be able to like look at comments and stuff. But I think where it really shines is when you do multi app. So like that's where Samsung's like particular cool stuff like comes into play because you can basically have like two different sixteen by nine like things going on at the same time. Like I just have the like Google Play Store up, and then I have like a video up top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like so that's the the cool thing you can do actually does the flip the flip has all that uh, multi-app stuff too, it does right? it does uh more than likely yes it, it it was supported on previous uh samsung's so yeah. it should be supported on here um one thing i did wanted to note though is that um i think i was mentioning it earlier so you see how i got the fold flat yeah you fold it up like it was sitting on a desk it'll actually oh, separate the video oh. so you have your comments and whatnot on the bottom screen while you can watch that's screen. a killer feature. That's yeah. definitely or a killer the, feature. Uh, regular stuff. So you see how it separates so cool. everything. So. Yeah, that's the yeah. coolest. Have you used that yet? Like in uh, yeah. like practice? Is that supported it, in the native YouTube app as well? Yes. That's oh, that's f- great. Straight that's YouTube. Great. Just like how Twitch went full screen and has the chat on the right, YouTube uh, does that split so that you can watch your... your... Okay. That's, that's pretty cool, that's, though. That's because really like cool. one, yeah. one thing I normally do, and I mean, even my phone can do that as well, but just like horizontally... And, like, I do that quite a bit. Like, I'm eating, actually, I eat dinner in my dining room. Like, that's a kind of a rare thing to do for most people. That's <laughs> rare for me, man. Like, I actually do sit in my dining room quite a bit. And, like, I don't have a TV in there. So, I will definitely, like, have my fold, yeah. like, propped up. 
And like, because I don't have, I wish I had a kickstand on it like I used to on my uh, Fold 2. But like in the meantime, I'm just kind of like having it like half folded. And then I can actually see it on my iPhone, which I still have right here. Like I'd have to like find something to sit it against, which was always mm-hmm. annoying. So yep. I kind of love the whole, the whole like fold oh, idea. Yeah. But like durability though, like um, were you worried about the durability of the folding screen? To be honest, the, my biggest concern was the um, getting it wet. That was and it. Now that 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 was my only hesitation preventing mm. me from getting one, um, because I I do like to go out and about and yeah, things happen. Yeah, I, things I just, happen. I just, did. I just don't want to get the phone destroyed by a, a raindrop hitting it or just something. I know. It just hits it that, that perfect way. I always think yeah. about that. Like with the the fold, I was like, it's raining. I'm going to just, you know, not get this wet, keep it well preserved right. in my pocket right now. Whereas before I would just be on my iPhone while it's raining. Like I don't care if it gets water on it. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, it does make a difference, dude. Like even, peace of mind is huge. It is. And like, I remember like I went, to, I took a trip to a water park and just like walking around with your phone in your pocket, even if you're not really trying to get wet, it's like, you're still freaking out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's water resistance is kind of big. So I was very happy to see it on this year's models and actually impressed. I didn't expect it. You know, what's a one thing I kind of want to talk about? Uh, more of a question for Travis. Uh, how do you feel the battery life is on your phone? I don't know, to be honest. Right now, uh, I'm just going through normal use of the day, full charge when I woke up. Mm-hmm. So that's 66% right now. So um, okay. that's I don't know if that's great or not. I mean, that yeah, sounds I'm, reasonable. I'm kind of going down the list of, like, I'm slowly trying to convince my girlfriend to get the flip because she thinks it looks awesome. You know, and, and her biggest complaints are, well, there's a crease, and uh, I don't know how durable it's going to be. So as someone who's relatively new to foldables, I was kind of curious to, to see if, you know, uh, durability or the crease were, were a big issue when you addressed the crease already. So, Which, which is pretty um, cool to know, you know. Through my carrier AT&T, um, I've actually got the full plan, which will uh, fully cover like the phone if there's any damage mm. or anything to it. So um, as far as concerns, like if it does get damaged, not really. So. Sure. Well, that's nice that you got the carrier kind of like safety net. Like I never get that stuff. Do you, Randy? I do not. I, I'll i buy Apple Care on like my MacBooks and stuff, yeah. but I... Uh, I, I have a friend who worked for Verizon, and I, I just I just didn't want the headache of of, of a Shiri unless you're your carrier is someone different. Right. Um, but he would tell me stories where like people would send their phone in, and they would get back a phone that in a scenario where the phone would need to be replaced right. in worse cosmetic shape than the one that that was essentially damaged. So wow, I've only had to use AT and T's repair service once, and they actually brought a van out. That ha- wow. was full of parts. Wow! And they replaced <laughs> it in my in my driveway. Uh, I cracked my uh, That's screen. That's pretty cool. Um, so we'll see what happens with this. I'm sure that this uh, fold has a lot more delicate parts that are harder to replace. Sure. But um, as I said, the carrier's covering it as part of my data plan, so I'm not really too concerned about it, to be honest. Awesome. Yeah. So like the I know the Z uh, Fold Three and also previously the Z Fold Two, they had uh, one free screen replacement. Does the does the Z Flip have anything like that? Okay. 
Well, I no, didn't know no if you clue. knew. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, you, it doesn't really apply if you have like carrier coverage, right? Because right. they're going to do whatever they got to do if you're, if you have an issue. But like, they, they were like any Z folds, uh, I know get that, uh, free screen replacement, which is, you know, just Samsung offers that, which is great. Do they still? Uh, what for the, the fold? Yeah. 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 They still offer the, the fr- one free screen replacement. Cause I can't find it anywhere. I tried to look it up quick. And the only thing I can see is it costs $369 to replace the, the interior screen on the Z flip. You know what? If I'm wrong, dude, I, you know, that's, that's on, on me. Fold. I just heard, uh, I was on Reddit, you know, people were saying it still does. And I was like, okay, like I just kind of believed them. If it does, that's great. Uh, the, co- all the coverage that I saw, uh, indicated that it did. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think that's pretty much all the questions I had for Travis. I know he's trying to get out of here, but uh, do you have any like last stuff to, to say? Or so, um, I was actually kind of curious about your opinion on the flipping mechanism. So for me, it's I can't I can't flip it. Like I can't just like, oh you can't like whack yeah like like a razor you would back in the day like oh it, yeah it doesn't do that maybe you'll get it'll... there you'll get there you'll but get there yeah I, I you gotta wear it in or. No, 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 you don't wear it in. You just get less delicate, I guess. You get more confident with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More confident is 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 is, is what I'm looking for. Like if you look up, uh, if you look up Flossy Carter's video, he does it all the time. And he said he's done it with the Z with with the Z Flip one, his Z Flip 5G, which is technically the Z Flip two, and now his third one. And when I had my Z Flip one, I literally sat there like a fidget toy and I would get my fingers under it. And then you just flick your wrist and it just flies open. Yeah. And I've never seen a report of it breaking. You know, like I, I, I was pretty, you know, pretty, pretty solid on, on, on my Z Flip two. And I didn't have an issue with it. Uh, but yeah, uh, I would watch Flossie Carter's video. He calls it flipology and he'll teach you how to become a flipologist. <laughs> nice, dude. So. Yeah, what's your Travis? Can you give us the best uh, uh, unflip, dude? Can you get, unflip? Can, yeah, can or can you open it, dude? Can you like? Whoosh? Oh, yeah, I mean, you can, but you really have to. You really yeah. have to like, and it has to be open oh, a little bit. Yeah. You can't. You can't just like. You can't do it. Does it? You have to, uh, does it? You have to crack have... it a little bit, and okay. then okay. then you can. Does it make a sound? Yeah. No, not really. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't make a satisfying open or close, Dang, like, click. Dude. Can you, like, do this to the mic? Can you, like... Well, the mic's in front of you. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm not I'm not used to this, so... I didn't hear it. Dang it. His case it wasn't is pro- loud pro- enough, Tim. Probably quiet, yeah. too. It wasn't Wait. loud enough, Tim. Team speaks like, no. Okay, I heard that, but... Yeah, it's still pretty quiet. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, can you break your fold on camera or your flip? <laughs> Breaks it. Nice, dude. Yeah, one thing I forgot to mention is that the the um, microphone or not microphone, the speakers aren't the best. Oh, the speakers it, on it. Yeah, there's the one underside blast, and then there's the top one. The, the earpiece and, one. Okay. Yeah, and they're they're not. It's not the best. Um, oh. I was playing some uh, like uh, what was it? I, I was trying some bassy tunes earlier, and right. it, it doesn't have as zero bass mm, compared bummer. to the. Uh, that my, my old note yeah, like yeah, you can yeah. actually get some bass okay um, plus it, it i think the note had like the feature that if you set it on the surface it would vibrate the surface making it like louder oh i didn't so, even know that um, that's pretty cool yeah so it, you could put it on something and it did make it louder Amplify anyway it. 
Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to hold you up, Travis, dude. Are you trying to get out of here? Uh, any? Yeah, I, I got some GTA RP to play. Yeah. Pl- um, plug your GTA RP for the uh, for yeah, the yeah. Uh, sure. Stream. Twitch stream if you want to check out Magic Sausage on Twitch, um, I'm I'm there most nights that I can get on the No Pixel whitelist server. Excellent. Or GTA RP. What's your RP name, dude? Tell the stream. It's Joseph Arrowhead. Yes. He's the only Native American on the entire island, from what I know. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's it's a fun experience, and I really enjoy it. Um, and you're welcome to come hang out and chat. And I'm after I'm done working. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for participating, yeah, Travis. Thanks for coming out, man. Enjoy the fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. Yep. Talk to you later. Yep. Later. All right. So, uh, you know, we talked about the flip. Let's talk about the fold. So, I got my fold yesterday, and Randy I got, got mine today. today. What's up with that? Yeah, I know, dude. Uh, maybe you shouldn't have canceled. Uh, yeah. Wow. Look at that, dude. Look at that brown case. So, Randy has this like really nice seat. like tobacco brown uh, case. Uh, this is a Samsung case. And uh, it's a Samsung case, not the one that's in the garbage, though. Not the one that's in the garbage, yeah. I have the one that's in the garbage right here because mine isn't in the garbage, but uh, I got their folio case, and uh, yeah, it is pretty much garbage. Uh, the only good thing about it is it comes with the S Pen, and uh, yeah, let's talk about the Z Fold 3, dude. So, like, okay, we had the Z Fold 2, we got rid of it, we went back iPhone, Hi, and now we are I'm back to the uh, here to help. Oh, oh, your phone's talking to you. But yeah, we're back to the Fold 3 again. What do you think, we dude? Are. We are. Uh, first impressions, uh, I can definitely feel the weight difference. I think it feels a little bit lighter in the hand. Than the 2? Uh, it does. It does. The hinge feels even a little bit more secure. Okay. Uh, and I do have some initial impressions on the UDC. I'm not sure if you want to talk about that yet, the under-display camera, or if you want to. It's kind of like my first impressions, because it was kind of, kind of one of the things that I was like most excited to actually see yeah Uh, okay i mean yeah i mean who cares dude let's just talk about it so under display camera for the inside display uh you know if you're a listener and you don't really know about it they implemented a uh an under display camera so when you're uh you're not using the camera it's just basically uh i won't say invisible but it's uh hard to see where the camera is uh you know i can't really show it off on 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 camera here which is i guess a good thing uh, yeah, you can see it there. If you're a video watcher, you can see it kind of flickering there. That's where the uh, under-display camera is. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and speak to that, dude. What do you think? Yeah, so, you know, I probably consumed every piece of media content I could on the Z Fold, and it really seemed like it was the most polarizing, I guess, addition. Yeah. Um, to, the, to the Z Fold 3. And uh, I was pretty stoked for it, you know, because as someone who likes new technology and likes to experience new things, I think it's a step in the right direction. I think un- uninterrupted displays are a lot nicer than ones that have, you know, notches or hole punches in them and so on and so forth. Right. But I think Dieter from The Verge even went on to say that he wishes he could turn it off and just go back to a hole punch. And he thinks it's uh, if, 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 if he had to say if he had to say a negative about the phone, it would be the UDC. And. Uh, I kind of say I disagree with that. I disagree. So, so if I if I look for it, right, like if I'm actively looking for it, I notice it and I could tell it's not the same density as the rest of the screen. Correct. But you don't focus on that part of the screen. So when you're when you're using your phone, when you're in content, uh, like like uh, for the video watchers, like right there, like. Like, we're actively looking for it, and, like, yeah, you can tell something's off, but it blends in really well, especially when your focus is elsewhere. Your focus is never up there. 
so for me, I, I, I think it's an absolute win. I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't hope that the Z Fold 4 uh, brings d- doesn't back improve a hole on punch it. Or no, no, no. I, they, definitely, I definitely hope they don't bring back a hole punch, but I'm not going to sit here and say that, that there's no room for improvement. Right. Because I believe there is room for improvement. But I think that this is definitely a welcome addition and a step in the right direction to creating what I and many Fold enthusiasts would uh, say is the perfect device. You know, yeah. uh, when the Z Fold 2 first came out, you know, Eric and I got it and we sat down and we made a list of what would we change in the next iteration. And I think we talked about it in our in our Unpacked podcast where they kind of checked all of our boxes. And now I kind of want to revisit that for a little bit here, maybe take a couple minutes and kind of go back and forth now that we've had the phone yeah, and say what we would like to see in the fourth one at some point during today's podcast. Yeah. Okay. So real quick, let me, let me just come to Dieter's defense because, you know, in his defense, he, he was like, I feel like they should have focused elsewhere. Uh, you know, he was basically sure. like, why don't we have like flagship cameras? Why did you focus on kind of like this almost gimmicky feature when you could have put the best cameras in it and you could have maybe like fit the S pin inside or like, you know, some, something that would actually be like, I guess a little bit yeah. more practical. I, I personally think S pen inside is a stretch. Uh, they're obviously already crammed for space inside of these devices and they can't necessarily make one half thicker than the other half because that would make the phone feel awful. Yeah. And the phone is already a thick boy when folded up. It is. You know, you know, like, and, and like, I, I was kind of like reading through the Reddit comments about people complaining about the case because the case is terrible. Like, yeah, it is. the case is unexcusable. I would never make a defense for that case. But uh, people were like saying, like, like all, like, like all of these non, non, you know, technical people, these, these armchair engineers, as I will call them, you know, are like, I don't know why they just didn't put the pen inside the phone. It's like, do you really think that if that was a reality, they would not have done that? Right. And, you know, we're already sacrificing battery size yep. for space, you know? So me personally, before I see the pen inside the phone, I would like to see a bigger battery. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and and I don't even know if the phone if if the if the pen inside the phone will be a reality, you know I don't yeah. think Samsung's magnetic on the back thing that they have on the on the Tab S7 would be that bad of a compromise, right? You know, so yeah, that's I mean, my take on that. The thing is, every phone is a a, a set of trade offs, right? So True. you yeah. know, you know, for, I definitely agree. Don't sacrifice battery for an S Pen in the thing. I agree with that. Um, I mean, it's cool that you brought the S Pen to the lineup, and if you had to do it, make it external. I mean, that's better than nothing. This is the actual uh, case that we keep hating on. I slapped it on my phone uh, against my will almost just to show you guys. And, I mean, our first impression is it's pretty good, right? Up until you unfold it. So, like, here it really shows how gross it is. Look, uh, for for the people that are just listening, it basically, when unfolded, uh, it has nowhere to go, like the actual folio part. Uh, so can it I just... make this even more gross? Yeah, go ahead. I'm left-handed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so if you're left-handed, like you have this big flappy <laughs> part, and if you try and fold it over, like this is so goofy. Um, it, yeah. it, it's just holding it with your right hand at that point is just disgusting. I I absolutely don't like this case. Uh, but it did come with the S Pen, which is cool. So the yeah. S Pen actually isn't too this bad. This is an absolute keeper. So, 
So I, I played with the S Pen briefly, and I'll get and I'll get to that in a second because I, I want to con- yeah. cover what you said on cameras. So I'm of the camp that, and again, I know we're for Samsung, so I don't know what the internal discussions were, but I'm of the camp that you know, based off of all of the features that 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 that, that Samsung gives consumers, and based off of the the iterations that Samsung makes and their software and their hardware, you know basically even removing ads from apps like they're going to yeah. lose money on that but right. they're trying to create a group of loyal customers i believe and they're okay. listening to their customers uh you know because like if you look at the z fold one or, or the galaxy fold right and then you look at the z fold two pretty much every squeaky wheel was addressed in the z fold two yeah it was and if you look at the Z Fold three, while not as 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 definitive as the Galaxy Fold to the Z Fold two, it was more iterative. Every gripe was addressed, including price. So when you look at a product and you're Samsung and you are looking to make foldables your future, because it's uh, it's it's new, it's exciting, it it, it gets people talking. But more importantly, they're an industry leader in it. No one else is making foldable phones at this caliber. No one. People have tried. There's that Royale FlexPi, which was a nightmare. Right. There was the Razer, which, albeit you know nostalgic, was not as good as the Flip. No. And so while I would have liked to see the S21 Ultra camera set up on the, on, on the Fold, and I do believe that it probably was possible, I don't think we would have also seen the $200 price cut. Okay. Yeah, that, and the price code, I think, is the biggest thing. I think that they need to bring the price down. Um, it's really like enthusiasts like us, people that really see the value in sort of a portable tablet, like we can justify it. We can kind of um, talk ourselves into buying these products. Right, right. It, it really is. Like if you take price out of the consideration and just look at the device, uh, it's really kind of an amazing piece of kit. It Being is, able to unfold is. and have like a little tablet that you can just put in your pocket and have and just use, like it's it's kind of magical and I love it. I that's why I'm back here. You know, I bought the Z Fold Three because like I had to have it. It's again. funny you mention that. It's funny you mention that. You know, yeah. What what I liken using the Z Fold Three to to driving one of those concept cars that actually became a reality. Yeah, it's like it's that's basically kind of what that. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it it doesn't feel like it's a mass produced product. It doesn't. It feels special uh, yeah. just using it. Like you enjoy your time with it. I I just content consuming on it. It's just redditing on it, web browsing on it. It's just kind of amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and, and like I just had a uh, an an instance last week where, as you probably know, for if if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, that that I love my iPad. That that hasn't yeah. changed. I still love my iPad. But I was literally at uh, in a situation where I had to meet someone, and they were like thirty minutes late. And because I didn't plan on them being late, I didn't have my iPad with me. So then I was forced to be productive on my iPhone. Whereas, yeah. you know, one of the beautiful things of the Z Fold is it's literally always on you. Like, yes, 100%, you, so dude. so 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 you may have those people who are like, oh, well, I have a MacBook, well, I have an iPad. That's great, and I do too, and I love those devices. And I'm not taking away from those devices, but yeah. I don't always have my iPad on me. I don't always have my MacBook on me. My my iPad is always in my backpack. Yeah, but it may not always be, you know, if I run out to the store and then get stuck in traffic, or if I right. run out to the mall 
and I have to wait for someone, you know. Those are situations where I don't have my iPad with me, but I right. always have my Z Fold with me. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I I think my phone has basically its role in my setup, right? And my ultimate combo is to be like a very effective tool. And I feel like the Z uh, the Z Fold three is basically the best tool I can have in my pocket. You know, mm-hmm. like I know Apple and Absolutely. them when they were coming out with like smart watches and they were like, look, you can have LTE on your watch. You don't even need to bring your phone. That's cool. But I can't like web browse on my watch. You know what I mean? I I've can't, tried like, it. I've tried it actually. I've tried it as well on uh, so, I, <laughs> way back in the day. Uh, so just a funny story. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, one of my previous re- uh, relationships I was in, she, she was like a super, super religious girl yeah and like to the point where like i would go to church with her just because it was important to her and something i wanted to do but she was also to the point where it's like you leave your phone in the car right like like, like you pay attention and you, you leave your phone in the car and and i was like oh wait, you know well i, I can browse reddit on my watch <laughs> you know and, 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 and like even when it was my only device uh, it so was funny. still miserable enough that i didn't bother to do it Oh my god, dude! So, do you remember the uh, Samsung came out with the smartwatch way back? It was like the Gear or something. I had it, the first one. Yeah, the first one that yeah. that, that, that like wrapped around yeah. your wrist. It, was it like, had a yeah. camera on it and everything. Uh, yeah. So, um, did the Gen One have a camera, or, or was that the Gear Two? The one I had. Now I'm curious. That's all I can tell you. So I had in the, the band? orange. I had the orange. Yeah, in the band. So you had a Gear Two. Okay. So I so had, I had the first Gear, and I remember that it was the first yeah. standalone product this is the one i had yeah let me send it to you actually dude i kind of want to buy it like, not like, <laughs> yeah just to have dude it's just like history. one of those like yeah like like, yeah. like just look at this thing dude that's why Pull i haven't got rid of mine can. like like it just i still oh, have it man. i can still charge it i'm so glad it. you brought that up dude because that is such a it's a piece of smart watch <sighs> history you know the funny thing about the gear 2 is uh i had mine like, rooted it ran full android did you really yeah it ran full android i, I literally could, could put play store apps on it That's i had awesome. like a full web browser on it it ran so bad but you could do like anything a, a, a phone cool. could do basically on it and uh so i kind of i thought it was the coolest thing ever it, it ran terribly and obviously we've gotten to the point now where like watches like they they basically design these oh you're not even wearing one well, yeah, I'm that's right. My, my uh, uh, Galaxy Watch 4 Classic yeah. tomorrow, so expect a review on that next week. Yeah, but we've gotten to the point now where like manufacturers have realized like there's limitations to these watches. Yeah. We're only going to put yeah. on them what they're good at, which right. Apple kind of right. nailed with the Apple Watch. Now you have other watch manufacturers kind of doing that same thing. Where if a, if we can make a watch good at it, that's when we'll put it on there. But like initially, that wasn't the case. They were like, we're going to put a camera on it. We're going to like. And all of it just was bad. You know what I mean? So Samsung is kind of that approach, though, right? Yeah. Like, like give them everything. Give them, even if it sucks, just give them all yeah. the features, you know? It's kind of a death by a thousand gimmicks, but, uh, yeah. you know, it, That's good I'm, put it, I'm actually, sure it yeah. sells uh, a lot of yeah. devices to the gullible. But but let's just circle back, though. I, I, you know, we were on a, a topic here, the Fold. Um, sure. But yeah, back to the you know we're bad at that by the way. Yeah, we, we go on these podcasts, but, but yeah, we take the side road more often than not. Yeah. So the whole point with the watch discussion was like this has to be the best tool in my pocket, and like it's honestly um, the fold does it best, right? Because it it can do the by most far. things, by far. and uh, it it does it 
uh, with the best experience possible, which is the big screen, in your pocket. And uh, to us, right, circling back even more to why we even got into this discussion was like the price, we can justify it, but the reason the price lowering it is the most important thing. Most people aren't going to buy an $1,800 phone right. or a $2,000 right. phone. That's why the flip was such a big deal to actually meet that oh, $1,000 flip. Yeah, that, that's that's literally a no-brainer at that price point, man. That is – Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's durable now. It's easy to recommend. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to try it on mine, but is your Z Fold pen by you? Yeah. This. Push on that tip so it, it, it retracts. Yeah, I've done it. That's a lot of force. It is. It's quite a so, bit of force, so, actually. So, 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 like, I'm curious if the whole, you know, like, fingernail dilemma will be a thing on this E-Fold 3. Because I feel like that's more that, that's more damaging than the fingernail. Well, I know for a fact, like, okay, so one of the things that changed between the Z-Fold 2 and the 3 is they went from a TPU screen protector to a PET screen protector. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think this protector is designed to be removed. I removed my TPU s- screen protector on the Z Fold 2 because it felt really bad. It, get, it was kind of rubbery feeling. It didn't, you didn't really smoothly glide across the uh, screen with your fingers. It just felt really nasty. Took it off, and it immediately looked and felt better. This one, I don't even consider taking off. Uh, it feels no. way better. It's almost under the edges, too. Yeah, and... It, and um. I'm sure you could take it off, but like you'd lose the durability that they advertise. Eighty percent more durable. For science, I just kind of dug my fingernail on my screen a little bit, and yeah. it didn't leave a mark. Yeah. So like, don't take that as gospel. No. But it, I could tell you that if I did that on my Z Fold Two, it probably would have left like one of those that would kind of heal in a couple hours. Yeah. But it didn't even do that. So I wouldn't recommend taking off the screen protector, but it, it's so much better now. Like. The TPU screen protector, if I looked at white, you know, for example, I'm looking at app icons. For example, the Play Store app icon has a lot of white on it. If I, on the Z Fold 2, if I had the TPU screen protector, I could see, like, this rainbowing happening. Almost like the pixels, uh, like, I'm I'm seeing uh, the screen protector distort uh, my image, right? The light as it traverses through the protector. And I could see this rainbowing and this glistening happening. And then when I took it off, it immediately cleared that up. I'm somebody that's super sensitive to stuff like that. Um, I can kind of notice that that stuff. It just kind of bothers me. And, uh, yeah, immediately cleaned it up. But I don't have this problem on the uh, the PET screen protector. It looks like the native screen. I, th- I think that this is way, way better. And if it, it's going to give me their advertised 80% more durability, then that's great because, like, a lot of people with fingernails, like, I don't really have a fingernail problem, but a lot of people do, so... You know, I'm glad that they fixed that. Screen's not a problem. No, no. So one thing I do want to talk about, screen-related, though, uh, is the uh, vivid or uh, natural. Because I I called you yesterday because this bothered me so much that I had to call you. So... Like the real question is, you know, I, I know you and We're I, housewives we, and then yeah, we basically, uh, it's, <laughs> it's funny cause you know, we both have, uh, you know, we both care about displays quite a bit. So I wanted something that was color accurate and, uh, you know, I was like the vivid doesn't look right. It's oversaturated. The natural doesn't look right. It looks undersaturated. It looks under like everything it just doesn't look right um so i called you because i was like which one are we supposed to use i know that we kind of like set it set it and forget it on the z fold 2 
But now that we got the Z Fold 3, I'm setting it up again. I was like, I don't remember what the right setting is. Let's poke around. And, you know, I had some interesting uh, discoveries that I made when testing this. Yeah, um, so uh, just to get a little bit more technical, yeah. uh, natural, natural uses sRGB or standard RGB. Yeah. Uh, and I just did some, I, I just looked it up a little bit. Vivid is, is, uh, what, um, what Samsung is targeting for, uh, BT 2020. So, yeah. uh, for my tastes, I use vivid warm one. I think that I, I think that's looking pretty nice. Uh, I kind of live in a vivid world and, 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 and I use the term vivid loosely. Uh, uh, my television is set to, uh, warm two with rec 709 color space yeah so uh i'm not like one of those guys who puts it on torch mode yeah uh, but right. for what you're used to looking at in your typical phone you know albeit a a, a a normal samsung galaxy you know a xiaomi or an iphone uh vivid is going to be closer to what you would expect than the natural color profile would be however uh i will say that i do feel like samsung is a little hot on their colors uh whereas apple is definitely closer to vivid than natural but i feel their tones are a bit more natural so that's why yeah. i kind of lean to warm one i feel like that's probably the closest i can get right uh, and i'm not going to sit here and say that the Samsung panel is bad by any means because no. because it's probably you know one of the best panels in the phone even yeah. you know folding or not and one thing I did notice today when I went outside to pair my car to my phone uh, I it, bright sunny day here like super bright sunny day to the point where I ordered the case uh, the uh, speaking case I have right here from uh, Amazon and it has like that little glue that goes around it on a foldable yeah. phone. If you, if you've ever seen that, well, that actually melted off oh, from sending in the Amazon van. So I have to reach out to Amazon and see That's if they'll hilarious. send me another case. Uh, right. I, I mean, probably not because it does come with backups. Right. Uh, right. Oh, maybe you could use that then. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, my point is, is it was super sunny out yeah. and, uh, I've been grilling a lot this summer where I know for a fact that like my iPhone, brightness was an issue yeah and and i did not experience that on the z fold i was like wow i can actually see my screen to the point where like i i, I was amazed at, right. at, at, at how well i could see the screen yeah so the the vivid color profile definitely makes everything pop definitely helps with readability viewability if you want to call it that let me just uh you know let me just say this i you know i've never cal color calibrated as a, a display with an actual calibration tool um other than like the kind of gimmick feature yeah you you probably have but uh other than the gimmick feature that like uh the apple tv has where you can hold your phone against it and have your phone kind of set the uh color profile on your tv automatically i've done that actually works pretty good actually believe it or not um uh, at least it did on my brother's tv when i did some testing on it but other than that i've never really calibrated a display but i always go online and and find out what the community consensus is about how to calibrate a display to be as close to the creative intent of the actual, uh, you know, people making content as possible. Right, right. And uh, you ever watch like HDTV test on YouTube? All the he's time. like, yeah, he's Bits awesome. Bits and CEO is the man, dude. Yeah, he is the man, 100%. Goes super in-depth. Every video he puts out about like the LG televisions on calibration, the new consoles, how to calibrate HDR to be correct, 
And, um, you know, he's really, he's using professional calibration tools. So we're familiar with like what calibrated displays are supposed to look like. Um, and you know, I've done my utmost without one of those professional calibration tools to tune my TV to be correct. So I kind of know what a calibrated image looks like with that being said, there definitely is like a middle ground that I can't really reach between vivid and natural naturals too. Like you might, you said it's going for like an sRGB. That might be true. It might actually be color accurate. Uh, and then vivid vivid's aiming for like a BT 2020 color profile or a uh, uh, color space. That's fine. I think vivid looks better. Spoiler alert. I'm staying on vivid. It just, it, it does look better at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And uh, I, I, it's too washed out if you're using natural. I think Linus, because, you know, in his re- review on Linus Tech Tips, you know, he was like, Samsung, stop with this vivid thing. But honestly, it looks bad if you don't use it, in my opinion. I had the iPhone next to my Z Fold 3, and the iPhone had a more saturated, more vivid image, uh, you know, out-of-the-box calibration than the natural color profile did. But then if I switched to Vivid on the Z Fold 3, suddenly, like, the Z Fold 3 is, like, way more vivid than the iPhone is. And uh, I had a bunch of test images I was looking at. Yeah, it just kind of bothered me. I wish there was, like, a kind of a middle ground, but there's not. Yeah, I'm looking at my iPhone now, and it's definitely a little bit more muted than, it's my, more muted if you, than my Samsung is. Yeah, if you have it set to natural on the Z Fold 3, it's definitely more muted. So to me, that bothered me. Now... There's an exception to this. If you, if, if not really an exception, but there's kind of a, another variable, right? If you're viewing HDR content, the problems go away, right? Cause it ignores your, your, your display profile. It ignores vivid and it ignores, uh, uh, nat, uh, if you're using uh, natural or whatever, it uses like the HDR kind of, uh, you know, how you, it's not really a color space, but it's 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 um, secondary metadata that it yeah. that it uses to define it, color yeah. profiles. Exactly. So it's using the HDR metadata to so like, set uh, your luminance and, and all like these that. other yep. things, right? So it's it's uh, all of a sudden it looks way nicer, right? If you're if you're viewing HDR content, this doesn't apply. It's 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 correct. It looks right. It's when you're viewing SDR content that this really bothers me. If I'm viewing SDR now, content with the HDR profile turned does on. It, does it bother you or do you just have a preference? Because those are big things. So, like, I, 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 I don't want our viewers to think, like, this is turning okay. you off from well, the phone. Well, I'll say this. Okay. Or maybe I'll it say is. this. Okay. Let me, let me say this. The Vivid, it doesn't it, – it looks good. I just know in the back of my mind – that the creative intent is not exactly this. Mm-hmm. So it kind of bothers me on that level, but like from a like an actual viewing perspective, like I like saturation, I like colors popping. I like it. It kind of reminds yeah. me of professional grade headphones, right? You to- you taught me this a long time ago, right? Where I was somebody that was a buyer of headphones that tried to be as neutral as possible, basically studio monitors. And you're like, "You know what? Maybe you don't want that." And no, it's very true. Very I true. was like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess because like having some character to headphones is good. 
Like you it enjoy super good. super good, you know, having a little bit of personality. And, and this is the same thing with the display. We should talk about headphones on, on, on one episode. We will. We will. We definitely will. Because uh, I'd love yeah. to. You know more about that than I do, which would be an awesome episode to do that. Um, but, I, you know, I think it's the same thing with the display being vivid. I think that this is something that even though it might not be 100% like as uh, the, you know, it might not match the creative intent of the content you're watching. But it does look good. It so does look good. It does look good. I'm, I'm yeah. not gonna. It's it's yeah, not gonna bother me now that I've said it. You know, I like, know. I'm good. I'll tell you what though. You know what I noticed because again, you know, I have my 12 Pro Max here because I didn't finish setting up my Z Fold three yet right. all the way. Uh, I noticed immediately more so than the color space, uh, just the 60 hertz. It's just yeah, I know. Like, uh, dude, you're, you're not joking though. Every time I go back to a 60 yeah, hertz device, yeah. With so the iPhone, like, so like, for those of you out there who haven't tried uh, 120 hertz phone, and I'm sure you know if you play a lot of games, you know, especially on the PC side or on the next gen console side, you probably experienced you know high frame rate gaming. Uh, but where it really shines is when you interact with the screen, because chances are the polling rate is doubled. So, right. it, so if you're on a 60 hertz screen, your polling rate, which is how many times the screen detects input, is 120 hertz, and on a 120 screen, it's 240. Yeah. So, not only does the screen feel more responsive, but the screen also is super clear when you're scrolling. Yeah. It's almost like you're just scrolling a piece of paper. And if you if you live in a vacuum, okay, so, so like if you have an older Android phone that has a 60 hertz display, or if you're on a modern iPhone, even you're fine because because you haven't experienced it yet. But if you sit down with any high frame rate phone and just do your day to day tasks of scrolling through Reddit, scrolling through email, scrolling through a text message, you know, scrolling through WhatsApp, or whatever messenger app you use, and then you pick up your iPhone or you pick up an older Android phone. You're gonna notice the stutter. It's it's not gonna feel smooth. It's gonna yeah. feel it's gonna feel obtuse, and, and and then that's that's something I notice more. Yeah. So, and I don't know if we're preaching to the choir. Uh, you know, I don't know if our listeners, you know, would be the tech savvy types to actually have you know these displays. But it definitely is jarring going back. I know personally. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you know, uh, that's one thing the next iPhone absolutely has to have, or it's basically irrelevant for me. Uh, you know, if you don't have the uh, high refresh, like, where are you? This is 2021. I think, I mean, it's already been a long time coming, right? That we have high refresh kind of becoming the standard. And, uh, well, LPT, uh, LPTO technology kind of, uh, is that balls, dude? It's balls, dude. Energy drink. You don't see what I'm drinking, dude, but it's, uh, if you're drinking energy drinks, yeah. Yeah, dude, I, uh, my buddy Travis, uh, you know, for my housewarming gift, he got me a big case of balls energy. That's awesome. That's and awesome. Uh, so I got like, I have my mini fridge over here and it's here. got like, it had like, I got the variety pack. I got like this, you know, the classic, oh, that's cool, dude. dude. The yeah. classic is so good. It's a classic. It is a classic dude from my land, not my, not land party days, but going to the internet cafe days, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Know, uh, CS source, like playing with the dudes there. Yeah. yeah. So, so back on topic, you know, there's it's 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 a nice place to be and i i know we're getting short on time yeah with with, with 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 the full stuff i feel there's still so many topics i want to cover we can talk is, dude bring we it talk. up we can talk okay so right off the hop two things i'm really excited about is app cloning and persistent apps so yep. i i kind of have this like way to uh um to kind of explain to you what i mean by persistent apps 
So if you if you have an iPhone, okay, and and and, and I'm going to keep going back to the iPhone because I feel like you know there's a lot of people out there who only live in that reality. And, yeah, and one of the Apple, other in that Apple Wall Garden is that you can pretty much view your applications as rooms in your house. Yeah. Uh, but every room doesn't have access to a different room. So if you send me a, a Reddit link, I could only open it up in the dining room. I can't open it up in the foyer, yeah. in the TV room, in the bathroom. I okay, could only yeah. open it up in the Reddit app. Yeah. And, you know, coming and being on, on iPhone now since November and coming back to Android, it's, it's really refreshing to be sent to Reddit link in an opening relay. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool to me. And then, you know, going back to that concept of applications being containers on your phone, that's really true in iOS. Yeah. So, for example, I use, uh, Eric and I both have a Synology NAS. Yep. Uh, if I open that app on my Android phone, I can keep that app pinned and open for as long as I want to. And you'll keep yeah. that connection active. I if I close that. out of my iPhone, it'll be gone in five minutes. Yep. Uh, so, you know, this, 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 this mentality of having this more PC esque, uh, yep. operating system where like, you know, like it's just the persistent apps in the background yep. is, is a feature that isn't lost on me, you know, uh, and it's a feature that I welcome. Granted, I'm more of a power user, so I, I'm pretty sure your, your your average phone user probably doesn't even know that. But persistent apps on Android is huge. And as someone, you know, uh, we both work in IT, uh, so I have things like I want to use my personal OneDrive, and I also want to have my one my uh, work OneDrive, or I want to, you know, uh, we do some video production at my work. So while I know you can have multiple accounts signed into your YouTube account, yeah, I don't want to, you know, have like a few beers on a Saturday and post a comment on the wrong account because I didn't swap it around. Oh my gosh, so, dude. Yeah, you're totally right. So it's really nice to be able to clone the YouTube app and then just have a work folder or a work environment where that YouTube app only launches the work YouTube client. And then I have my personal YouTube app somewhere else. Yeah. Like that, like, like, like that's maybe a feature that people don't realize they get on an Android phone. That's huge. Uh, dude, you just blew my mind. Cause I have like two different zoom accounts. I have my personal and then I have my work one. And right, right. like the fact that I can like have uh, basically a separate zoom app just for my work. It's locked in, in the work folder. Always like that's awesome. Cause like even for like on zoom on desktop here, like even in windows, like I have to like launch and log in either my work account or my personal account right now. I'm on my personal account cause we're using it for this, sure. but like if, then I got to go right back to my work account and then I have like certain configuration things for both. Right. Whereas like if on Android, like that's awesome. I can have like, you know, the same app cloned. That's, that's, Gorgeous. I love that. Yeah. Dude, yeah that's so awesome. cool. It's awesome. Right, man. Yeah. That's it's awesome. great. And then, you know, coming back full circle to just, you know, the, the, the IT background, uh, uh, Azure AD portal on the fold is a godsend. Is it's it? an absolute godsend. Yeah, it's fantastic. Dang. It's absolutely I'm jealous. Fantastic. I can't yeah. use that in my line of work. I have to, yeah. We run our own ADs, and you know we can't we can't run uh, cloud stuff. Basically. Yeah. So 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 for 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 those of you out there who can run cloud stuff and yeah. uh, some 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 sort of sysadmin, uh, the fold will change your life because you pretty much have a really really nice interface. Yeah. In your pocket. <laughs> yeah, I'll say remote desktop on the folds awesome. Oh, I, w- yeah. I went over that in the in my review. 
I, I forgot uh, how good remote desktop is on the fold. It's so good, dude. Having the, It's like a big-ass screen, dude. Like It's unbelievable. You but, know what else I get that yeah. I didn't get to download uh, based off of your remote desktop comment? I got the actual app for xCloud now, too. Oh, nice. Because that's, that's blocked in the App Store on iOS. That's hilarious. Yeah, Apple. See, this is one thing. Like, I would argue for Apple's, like, walled garden closed ecosystem. But, like, I'm starting to turn. I'm starting to, like, go the other way now. Because I, I am too a little bit. And it's. Yeah, it's it feels weird because, like, I, I think I would justify their walled garden and their ecosystem because they just they were able to set the parameters and set the rules. And, like, they they had, like, an like a uh, a bar you had to clear in quality to be on their platform. And I felt like that kind of forced like the the experience to be like a certain level of good, whereas right, on Android right. like it's kind of you like a quality mess. service check. There's a quality. There's, there's yeah. a QoS check on, 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 on. that doesn't exist on Android because no. like, you no. you end up in the App Store. I was looking at top games and I was like, look at this crap, dude. You look know, at this so, garbage shovelware crap. So to your point, to your point on that, yeah. The Xbox Store, okay. Yeah. If you go in the Xbox Store. When Xbox One X first came out, yes. that's how that store was. And yes. I hated it. And it was one of the few reasons why I stopped using my Xbox. Because every time I would go to new games, right. it would be 20 apps of shovelware. Yep. And Steam was that way, too, for a bit. Yes. You know, but After with proper curation, it, yeah. with, with proper curation, and I'm not just talking about, you know, disallowing these apps on the store. Because no. I don't necessarily know if I'm for, if I'm for disallowing apps either but you know curating what apps actually show up on the page and making yeah. sure your algorithms are accurate and aren't getting pushed to the front page because of things like bots or fake reviews or yeah. stuff like that really makes a big difference here's what i think dude i think it there's there's a middle ground that we need to end up at so i think what apple does where their default store has like a high level of curation and it's like the this is the experience we We've tailored, this is what we want for the iPhone, right? Uh, I feel like the Play Store needs to adopt that sort of level of policy. Uh, yeah. But the nice thing about Android is you can have uh, third-party apps from uh, external sources. Oh, sideloading things is great. Sideloading things. Immediately, that's one thing I did was installed YouTube Vanced, which is my, uh, it's a much better YouTube client uh, than YouTube itself, the, the app. The fact that, you can do, and I, I know that, like, you know, the whole Epic versus Apple thing, that was, like, a big thing. They want their own uh, store on the iPhone. And, you know, I argued in Apple's favor for a long time, but now I'm, like, and I'm definitely not in, in Epic's favor uh, with their argument blankly. But I'll say this. I, like, I, I'm wishing that they did have third-party like app support, unsigned apps that you could run. So anyway, oh. browser window. So check this out. This is from Reddit. So like, I don't want to take any credits for the imagery, but uh, uh, this is the kind of stuff you can do with an open platform, right? Like it's, yep. it's, it, it, it's really neat what's possible. Uh, yeah. And I mean, right away, I'm going to say what bothers me is the aspect ratio. It looks like stretched vertically a little bit. That's that's pro that's probably a choice of of, yeah. of, of, of the user, right? It if is. They wanna, black bars, yeah. I always hate when people choose to have a stretched image versus bars. I agree. Are, I, are you I'm in the same boat, dude? Absolutely. I'd rather have back in the days of VHS, I would always buy the widescreen edition. So Okay. Yeah, I, I still prefer like having an aspect ratio correct image over a stretched mess. But this is pretty cool though. 
right? Yeah. Uh, the guy on Reddit, he said basically, like, look at the Switch Pro. Uh, and that's kind of what this is, right? Uh, almost. This is a very expensive Switch Pro. Uh, granted, much <laughs> yeah. more powerful. Uh, much more high resolution, much uh, more capable, maybe. Bigger screen. Bigger screen. I mean, you're paying for it. Uh, you know, there's a lot to unpack with that. Uh, yeah. Because the experience that a Switch can offer, the consistent experience, gaming experience it can offer versus like the experience on a Fold. Yeah, I I, Um, I wasn't necessarily you know I know I know comparing it to a Switch. I was just saying like the capabilities of of what you can do is is you know pretty pretty awesome. If you're a listener, basically it's a Z Fold two or Z Fold three with like one of those controller attachments on it. And it looks like a Nintendo Switch that has a taller display, basically. Yeah. <laughs> a big, big display. Uh, this is actually pretty cool. One of the arguments against a Steam Deck, in my opinion, is why can't you just do this? You know what I mean? That's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because people could just, like, grab one of those controllers, pair it with your phone, and snap your phone into it, and then, like, yeah. you could do a lot of what you can do on, uh, on the Steam Deck on yeah. your Android phone. You know, yeah. like Steam Link or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, now that we're on the gaming topic, we should probably slide right in. Yeah, uh, yeah, good. We'll, we'll we'll talk more about the fold as uh you know in, in later oh, uh, podcasts as we yeah, get more. Just like, so you know, we're it. gonna be we're gonna be all over the fold coverage just because we're, we we love it. we love it and we're real users and yeah, uh, we're people who will put the phone put the phone through its paces and. Yeah, I don't. I don't really pull any punches, and I don't think you do either. You know, no, so. no, 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 no. So okay, here's what we're gonna talk about right now. Halo Infinite did. <gasps> Halo Infinite did. December eighth. December eighth did. All right, so Halo. Halo is important. Halo Infinite's important. Is it gonna be good? Hopefully, our prayers will be answered. Let's just be real. So December eighth, they they announced a. Uh, actual release date. That's you know that's pretty cool. It should have been a year. You can preload on Xbox. You can preload what? I've been preloaded. That's hilarious. So preload. That's cool. So here's the thing, right? Uh, before this news came out, uh, news came out earlier about the campaign. Did you hear about that? I didn't. Yeah. So they said co-op campaign will not be at launch. It'll be like a month later, maybe. <sighs> co-op co-op campaign. See, not that... at launch. <sighs> So this is the first time I'm hearing this news. So, dude, isn't so, it like soul crushing? It's to me, soul it crushing is. for two reasons. It's soul crushing for two reasons because if I go back to freshman year in high school, yeah, Halo co-op is local co-op yeah. is how I made friends. Yeah, and that sounds weird, right? Like, like I'm I'm not like some like introvert or anything, right. but but when you transition from eighth grade to yeah. high school, you interact with a new group of people, you know, right. and I was one of the fortunate few, you know, my mom busted her ass and I had an Xbox with Halo on lunch. Right. And I was able to then invite these people over and have this really, you know, organic fun. Yes. And, 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 this and is what Halo is about, dude. It is. It is. And I use the term organic fun because I feel like a lot of the experience you have is lost in online game. Yeah. Uh, and talking about the the experiences i've had going through halo co-op not having that on launch is a big deal for two reasons one i was looking forward to it you know just having my boys over and reliving our childhood 
And two, we live in an age where so many games are released unfinished and, and, and not complete. And Halo doesn't deserve that. No. Bring no. it out in January. Don't give us a Master Chief collection. Don't piecemeal this together. No. Give us it's the best so you can. It's so disappointing. You know, one guy said it best. They said this game was feature complete a year ago, and you're going to launch Halo Infinite without That's a, good point. a cornerstone, yeah. you know, like a, a hallmark piece of like what makes Halo Halo. You're not going to release co-op yeah. campaign with the launch of the game? What kind of garbage yeah. is this? If it was feature complete a year ago... You should have a feature complete game a year later, but you're going to give us this piecemeal BS. Yeah, it, that's it, that's kind of frustrating to me, man. I'll make a lot of, uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I'll defend 343, dude. I've been a defender of 343, but I'm, you know, I can't I think the current state of this. MCC is, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, no word of lie. I play MCC probably four or five times a week still. Yeah. It's so, so good. I, I, it's, it it's, is it's good. perfect. They've made it good. It had a rough launch on Xbox. It was really nasty for a long time. It's terrible. They, a year later, it was finally in a good spot. Then it came to PC, had some rough patches, but it's it's a pretty great so, experience. So yeah, there today. is one glaring issue still with MCC, but it's the only one I experienced. So if you if you leave it on matchmaking yeah. and, and and let your Xbox turn off. And then relaunch it with quick resume. It won't find a match until you close out a Halo. Yeah, uh, but that's like one of those like really. I could see that being like kind of a really hard problem. It's kind oh, of yeah. a network oh, yeah. thing. It's kind and of like, a system standby thing. Like I'm, I'm like it's not a big deal. Yeah, right. Because like games load so fast, MCC is so efficient that like yeah. you just close out and you're and and three seconds later it's it's working fine it's so just like, like the nintendo yeah. switch is the same way like if you're doing online stuff and then like you go to you you well if you go to the menu and come back it's fine but if you like put your thing to sleep and then wake it back up like you're screwed yeah. you just get kicked out of your multiplayer yeah. session so like it's just hard to do a standby and networking persistence yeah yeah like i said i don't even think it's a problem that like they can address but outside of that, in my opinion, the game is what it should have been at launch. It's it's polished. It's well done. Yeah. Uh, there's there the uh, the the net code is very well. Yeah. Very very well uh, implemented now. There's no like. Yeah. I don't it's feel good. like I have MCC, any like yeah like like uh, hit scan issues with net code. I feel like it's solid. You know, I think it was a great game all around. I have fun with. I love Master Chief Collection. I think it's like honestly one of the coolest things ever made. To put all these uh, uh, Halo games in a seamless package, you can just jump in. I love even playing, like, I love all the Halos in their own way. Being able to play Halo 1 multiplayer, 2, 3, be able to play, you know, all the different Reach, do all that. Like, I love that. You know, Halo 4 even. I love just being able to... It's such a, it's so much game in one package. I love it. It's it's great value. The fact that they're... Halo 5 was kind of a miss campaign wise multiplayer is an argue you can argue either way but the campaign was a big miss for me uh halo I mean, it was Infinite. a big miss for everyone i think yeah yeah i liked halo force campaign i did i did too i did too um, i thought it was cinematic i felt like they I, explored things that uh they've I, never I, I like the multiplayer in five yeah i do too i i but think it's feels good while it, we're on top like some things like the jetpack thing and yeah no, no one likes that though. yeah but but the gunplay feels good. In yeah, hundred percent. While while we're on topic, do you think Halo Five Guardians will get added to the Master Chief Collection when Infinite comes out? 
or do you, you know, think Halo Five will be like this, this redheaded stepchild dude. that like no one will? No, like, I let, hope let, they let, do. Like, let's it. forget it. I I do too. I'm in that camp that I I hope they add it to MCC. Yeah. And then and, and, and then you even have if your, they charge, you know. Right. Right. Even and if they charge have, for it, I'll do it. And then you have your uh, your MCC collection, yeah. and then you have Infinite. That'd be unreal. Yeah. Think about it, dude. Like having all the Halos in the MCC, and then being able to like have Infinite, and then like that's it. That's everything. Like I still can't play Halo Five on PC to this day. They brought Halo Five Forge to PC. You remember that? Yeah, but like that was cool. But it wasn't only, anything. Real you other could than only that. you could only do like testing of the map with people yeah. right like you couldn't actually you could play weird... games but you had to like make the forge games it was very much like yeah. a custom game yeah. scenario and it wasn't like feature complete there was no like real matchmaking right um it, but it was cool it's a cool but like why you know what i mean like it, it wasn't really worth playing just because yeah. in my opinion because there's no matchmaking you know it's like Infinite why do they even though, do like... it but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm beyond where it's hype for infinite multiplayer. And like I said, yeah. I just really hope that this their their, their current announcement of, of your bad news doesn't yeah. sour people. So, I mean it yeah. soured me. A I'm gonna bit, move right, on from the like, bad news. There's yeah. two bad news. The What's campaign the at launch, no campaign at launch. Forge, no Wait, forge. No campaign at launch or just no, 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 campaign? sorry, co op campaign. <sighs> Campaigns at launch. Okay. okay. But the, okay, let me tell let me go over the co op campaign thing real quick. It makes me upset because my brother and I, we play through all the Halos together. It's our thing. We've been doing it since we got our original Xbox on Christmas Day, way back in the day. Okay. Halo 1 and 2, we did. Halo 3, we did. And we want to do freaking... Look, dude, yeah. here's how we did Halo 3. Listen to this, dude. I was in boot camp, okay, when Halo 3 came out. I didn't get to play it on launch day. Okay. I played in the beta. I played the multiplayer beta before I went to boot camp. I was super hyped. When I got out of boot camp, the very first day, uh, when when after we graduated, I got to see people again. Right, people right, came right. up uh, to Great Lakes uh, in Michigan to see me, and uh, it was awesome because they had brought uh, an Xbox with uh, Halo Three, and oh, I got to play man. through Halo Three campaign with my brother and my good friend Corey. We played like three man co op. Yeah, did you do split it. screen? Split screen. Okay, so Classic. that was like how I've played every Halo campaign was basically uh, co-op. Bro, and to, I don't feel like I'm playing a Halo campaign if I'm not only using like a fourth of yeah. my screen. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, dude. But like, it's just been a thing, and the the fact that you expect me to not like get spoiled, like spoilers for a month yeah. while I'm waiting for season two or whatever. Oh, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It's like I have to play through it by myself now if I don't want to get like if I want to experience it in an authentic way and not get spoiled. Like that's just BS. So it, it bothers I, me on that. I'm level. with you on that because like because like you, you know, Halo is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. You know, so like even if I even if I read not spoilers, yeah. but just people saying if it's really good or really bad. I'm going to go into it with that connotation of knowing, oh, well, people said this sucks, so let's see what's up with that. Yeah. I, I, I want to go in blind. I, I want to go in I, blind, I wanna too. Form, I want to be a, 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 as excited as 16-year-old Randy was, and I want to go in and just yeah, that's how know, I feel experience about it, too. it for myself. Yeah. So, obviously, that sucks, and uh, the fact that they said, you know, they're just not ready, whatever. 
Uh, and by they, I mean they're also holding back Forge. So you know, if you know about Forge, Forge it's like all the big custom game stuff, the map customization, uh, being able to make your own game modes. Forge is a big uh, part of Halo custom games uh, through Forge maps. Like it's a big deal. The fact that they're you delaying know, that too, that sucks too. You know, I can't help but think that that this is this is a push from Microsoft to get it out before Christmas. It has to be. They like, need like, it like out that's there. the only reason I could think of why they would do this. It's, Spe- it's speaking. It of, feels like a money grab almost. Then it does. It does. But speaking of Christmas, <sighs> have you seen the new Xbox and the new controller? Okay, so I was going to talk about that. So I actually have. Uh, I was going to pull up some screenshots here. Halo. Uh, Microsoft just announced a Halo Edition Xbox or whatever, right? Um, looks awesome. So it looks great. It looks great. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! So, I you know I've had a lot of Halo Edition Xboxes in my day. Let me let me pull up their official website on it. Com- so, commemorative twenty years of Halo Xbox Series X. So and they also so, have a uh, Xbox uh, Series Two Elite controller. Here's what bothers me about these two limited mm-hmm. editions. So, like you, I've had every Halo, every limited edition Halo Xbox. Except for the green 360. Okay, yeah, yeah. So here's my problem with that. I really want this one. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the problem I have. Yep. Given how supply chain is, am I never going to get one because of supply chain? <sighs> yeah. So realistically, you, you know what I mean. You're like, not getting one. Like, uh, like I back in the day, it. dude. When I got the 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 other limited edition Xboxes. If you wanted them, you could buy them. Like they were yeah. on sale for like a couple yeah. months, and then if you wanted one, you got it, and then there was your window. But now I feel like it's 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 almost like they're shitting on the fans. You know, there's two problems now. We have a silicon shortage, and we have scalpers. Yeah, yeah. So here, let me just pull it up on screen, guys. Let me just tell you what we're hype about and what we're not going to be able to get. This is the Xbox Series oh X Halo Infinite. So Limited edition bundle. I need it. I okay. Need it. This is the Series X. Comes with an awesome looking controller. You can see that. Um, I'm going to scroll down. Obviously, they've done a great job here making this look so good. Um, unbelievable. Now, this is oh, it. Look, look at, at that, that blue dude. skylight, dude. Oh, oh, my God. It looks so good, dude. Uh, it, it. Instead of green, it's like blue on top. Oh, my gosh. It. it looks so good. It looks clean. I love it. Um, Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You don't have a Series X right now. I don't. If you went to the site right now and it said buy, would you? How fast would you push the button? I think I would do it. I would so do it too. in the I, background, I would, you can't see it. it. Um, I have a Halo Edition uh, Xbox 360. Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome! You still have that? Yeah, that's I still awesome. have it. It's in my entertainment center. It just looks awesome. And uh, you know what's awesome about that one is when you hit the power button, it makes like a Halo sound, like when you turn it on. Oh wait, I had that one. Yeah. It, it, it was like kind of uh, bluish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. This is the one I had. Um, the the Halo Four bundle. Halo Four. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Had that one. Um, yeah. For the viewers uh, that are watching the podcast, uh, let me just pull up a, a quick. That's little, so sweet. You still have that, dude. Uh, yeah. No, I had to. I had to keep it. it it's freaking cool looking, right? It's awesome. Um, so this is the image. It it basically looks like this. Oh, it's so very, beautiful. Isn't very it? Forerunner. Tran- yeah. It's like translucent. You can see through it. Oh man, so so nice, so nice. So like you know, as somebody and I had the OG Xbox that was Halo Edition Xbox. 
The green one? Uh, yeah. So just for the viewers, this is the green yeah, boy. Yeah, dude, I, I wish I had that one. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not, you know, I've had a lot of different Halo Xboxes. Let's just say that. So when I heard about this one, I don't have an Xbox this time. Uh, I was like, yeah, dude, I, I want to get this, but availability. And yeah, it's just not going to yeah. be there, guys. Like, it's already sold out if you hit check availability on their site. Um, you know, you might be able to, it says Amazon, you can pre-order, but on the Microsoft store and, uh, it's out of stock, but I, be, I bet you, if you go to these, uh, other retailers, they're just going to be out of stock guys. Uh, I can almost guarantee it. Scalpers are a big problem. Uh, so I'm on the best buy look coming soon. So you might be able to catch it whenever the, whenever it comes out on these other sites, but, uh, but that's a big problem, right? Like, I don't think you're going to be able to. Now, there's another part of this, the Xbox Elite wireless controller. So let me pull that Love up. Love that, too. Guys, this looks so good, okay? It looks like Master Chief. <laughs> it, looks, it, it looks fantastic. Look at how awesome this is. It's got, like, that gold visor, like, for the D-pad. Get out of here, dude. Unbelievable how good this looks. Um, Look at that. Oh, my God. So, I got mixed feelings about this. So, uh, let me talk about this right now. In my hands, right? Elite That's Series 2. Series 2 Elite Controller. I have the Series 1 not too far away. And uh, it's actually having issues. So, this controller has had multiple uh, issues with it. And you know me. Like, I'm a gamer. But, like, how much gaming do I really do? Like, I don't do console gaming, right? I'm a PC gamer first. So a lot of yeah, my games. I was gonna ask how often. You that's know, like, the thing. Like, I what's don't your use, case? use this that what's your much. Barometer? I play Monster Hunter World, right? So yeah, I got a couple of hundred hours in Monster Hunter World. You know, I played other games too. Right now, I'm playing Dark Souls, and one of the things about Dark Souls is your triggers and bumpers are your freaking attack buttons right, and your right. shield and your parry. How come my shield button isn't working right now, Randy? Why not? I don't know. What's going really? on with that? I, I took this you, controller apart like two days ago to fix it, and uh, I didn't fix it. Sadly. I can tell you that I have an Elite Series 1. Yeah. Uh, and mine still works, but I don't really use it that much. Okay. Primarily because, for two reasons. One, uh, Xbox Design Lab is awesome. Yeah. And I want I my know. controllers to look good. No, you're right. You're right. But, like, here's the thing. When you got one of these, do you need the design lab? That's my point, dude. No, I don't. Good. I don't. And, like, just, you know, like, they could honestly have sold me the Xbox Elite broken controller. Like, 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 like just sell me a refurb, but put that skin on it, and I still would probably buy it. So. Dude, look at this, dude. Become Elite. I know, I know dude. Become I Elite, dude. It looks so good. It are looks gonna, so good. Are you going to become Elite? I, 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 dude, I would give them my money right now if they would accept it. Dude, Master Chief is about to like look. He's jumping the controller, dude. Look at this. This is their jumping the controller, dude. They're look at this one one seven, dude. Look, they're crafting his armor. They're crafting the controller. They're basically the same technology. Hopefully, Master Chief's armor doesn't fail as much as the Elite controllers do, uh, (laughs) because Cortana's got a lot of fucking work on her hands when she's in that armor, dude. She's like keeping it together. You know what I'm saying? I need it, dude. So, Look how sick that is. So where I'm at right now uh, is if someone, uh, if some retailer comes up with either of those, I'm buying yeah. them. Because I'm, 
yeah there's, same here there's dude. there's no there's no problem with me selling my current series x at cost yeah to, to get this to one of my friends who want one you know what i mean so like i would sell the cost i, I wouldn't scalp them or anything i would just you know yeah maybe 100 sell the cost maybe take like 50 bucks off or whatever i don't know right but anyway uh, it's still get a deal, dude. Scalpers, yeah. like it's still hard yeah. to get these consoles. Yeah, if you sell it, even in, you know. in a heartbeat. And yeah, and I and then the controller I just want, right? Like I want the Elite controller anyway. Yeah, uh, for uh, for Halo. Yes, and I was thinking of just getting like like the the broken one you have, like obviously not the broken one with the black one. Yeah, that's but standard. now that I see this one exists, I'm not going to buy that because I'm going to keep trying to get the Halo one. Yeah, I really want to get the Halo Edition one. If right now it's sold out, everything is sold out. Um, it, it sucks because I didn't even know these were happening, and then I like, didn't either. I and had then, no like, idea. By the time it showed we up, we were playing Sea of Thieves last night, and yeah. So, so, so like, let me tell you something, guys. Like, if you want a product, yeah. don't ever sign up for notifications. <laughs> no, because because I'm signed up for new products uh, uh, and announcements from Microsoft. And do you know when I got my email that that these things came out? 9:38 p.m. Yeah. Literally 4 hours after they are, they, they they've already sold out. That's like, ridiculous. Uh, Why even do the marketing? Yeah. You're just pissing people off. Yeah. Yeah, so You know what I mean? I don't know, but like I I know from a, their official store it's all sold out. I don't know if we'll be able to get them from Amazon, Best Buy, all these other so real t- retailers. Just a, just an article I've read really quickly. Amazon didn't have a drop yet, and Best Buy didn't have a drop yet. So now we got to so, like set up the freaking bots like we did with the 3080, yeah. 3090 it's, to freaking yeah. like out-scalp the scalpers, dude. Like we got to it's, 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 it's miserable. It's miserable buying technology. And like yeah. just coming back full circle because it's on topic uh, – let me pull up the article for I'm you. surprised that like when Apple products come out, we don't have this problem. We don't have this well, problem on well, Apple products. We do. We do. I haven't we, had it. I've been able to yeah, go to quick. the Apple store. Me too. Me too. Every Me too. time, the same day it comes out, and so, get one, get a product every time. So here's the difference. Here's the difference. Apple is run by Tim Cook, who is a supply chain master. He yeah, just he is. is. He's a guy. Like, like he's not Steve Jobs, and I'll never say that that he replaced will or or, or or can replace Steve Jobs, but he is a supply chain ninja. Yeah, and that is that is what he is really good at. Now, what 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 else Apple will do is Apple will never not take your money. Yeah. So what, and, and that's not a negative. What I mean by that is is if you want a product, you can buy the product anytime you want. Your yep. ship date will just get moved out. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, if Apple was making these limited edition things, Eric and I could place our orders right now, right. but we may not get ours until April. Right. And, and I would be fine with that. Yep, yep, 100%. I just want to have a place. I want to have a guarantee I'm getting it. Yeah. Uh, like, with these. Same, yeah, same. Like, I, I don't, don't know how. I get it. I just want it. Yeah, how limited are these runs going to be, right? Right, like, exactly. We don't know. That's my concern, because, like you, I want that limited edition Xbox. Yeah. 100%. I just sent I just sent you an interesting article from Nine to Five Google. All right, so what are we looking at? Yeah, so like kind of talking about you know uh, supply and demand, right? Like like Samsung apparently wasn't ready for this because there are people who place their order and then Samsung has to say, "Whoa, listen, like we oversold this boy." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is which is kind of a good thing, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, so it's funny because yeah, they they probably were surprised. Yeah, you know, which is kind of funny that they would be shocked, you know, about it's funny. How come they can't ever like just be like, yeah, we're going to get a lot of sales. I guess it's just like you don't know. 
And uh, so, so I think the fold is probably in a realm. Yeah. For Samsung, where yields are profitable, but probably not inventory profitable. Mm. That kind of makes sense. I, like, I don't know what the exact term I'm looking for is, but their margin, yeah. they probably don't want to keep a lot in the warehouse unsold is probably where I'm getting at. Like the cost per unit is still probably high that if they kept a stock of say 50,000 or 60,000 folds, yeah. like that's probably a sizable chunk for them. Uh, that being said, I don't really know what the case is. You know, it could also just be, you know, production was, it could be supply chain was, it could yeah. be, let me say it could something, be dude. any factor of that. So, they're already selling every single Xbox Series X that they make. Same with right. PS5s. Right. They're already selling them. They can't make them fast enough. Now you got a limited edition run it, thrown it in the mix. Like, it, it feels like they just don't care about consumers when they do that because I want one. Yeah. I want one. <laughs> it's crazy because it's like you know that you're not going to be able to get this. Like, right. Uh, right. So, like, here. <laughs> Here's the problem I have, and it's kind of like what we're talking about full circle with where a- Apple will sell you it. Like all, all of these companies, like Microsoft could do that with the Xbox. Yeah. Why don't they? I don't know. You know, like I, I totally get why retailers don't do it because they can't, they don't have a crystal ball and they don't make the product. So they don't know when they're going to get more. Yeah, but from Microsoft should have a backlog ready to send out to people like. But they, Microsoft, like Apple, should, should, should always take orders. Yeah. 100%. They could make them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like they're fronting the bill. If they're 10,000 orders deep, then they can make a profit on 10,000 products. Yeah, Why wouldn't you just continue to take orders and just push the ship date back? Because, like, if yeah. you look at a PS5 and you look at the normal Xbox Series X, people who don't have one yet, don't fright. You're going to get one. Yeah. You, like, like, you will. But, 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 but these products, these limited edition products, you may never get one. Right. You know... Let me just uh, break that down a little bit. They probably don't want to piss off retailers, okay? Right. If you true, the problem true. is if you're selling it online on your store, who's buying that? The enthusiast, right? The guy that's looking up your product. If well, your products are in retail stores, you're getting presents for the normies, okay? I'd be interested to uh, see how many direct to consumer sales Apple has versus like people who go to Best Buy or Verizon to buy an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a we don't know those numbers but they right, obviously right. have the apple stores for a reason right uh and you know they they invest a lot in the apple store experience they care about uh their stores right uh so and even in best buys and stuff like they they have the apple corner like set up in a certain yeah. way and they're you know so you know i don't know if there's a big you know push to for Microsoft and you know other people to 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 keep these in retail stores instead of just offering them themselves. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just they they need to do a they need to come up with a system. Sony and Microsoft alike, and and, yeah. and anyone who's having supply shortages for that example. Yeah, where where people can queue up for a product that they want. Yeah, because I would like li- that. Literally, they're just wasting money. It's or, crazy. Or, or, or you know, we're, we're at the point now where scalpers are trying to eBay their pre-order. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're getting That's a, a good point, dude. Because it's stupid. Think, think of it this way, too, right? Like if, if you can go on NVIDIA.com and, pre, and, yeah. and just order a 3080, but they say, we don't know when it's going to ship. Right. Most people would be fine with that. Yeah. They would just Most get in line. Most people would be fine with that. So right away, you increase customer satisfaction. And you completely kill off scalpers. Yeah, because I mean, if you just let if you let 
everybody just pre-order and you never stopped it, right? Yeah. Like the that's, scalpers, that's if the scal- even if the scalpers pre-ordered, they would know like, okay, my customers are doing this too. Like there's no reason for me to at this point do this pre-order because I'm not going to get the sale. You know, I might get it sooner and I might be able to sell it just from for impatient people. You know, um, but I don't know, like small scale, small scale. Uh, I'm a keyboard enthusiast. Yeah, you're a budding keyboard enthusiast. So when you buy when you buy keyboards, yeah, like custom keyboards, they do a thing called an interest check, and then they go into a group buy phase. Yep. And essentially, how a group buy phase works is 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 after the interest check is complete, which is to make sure they meet their their uh, minimum order quantity. You know their their uh, their their MOQ. Then it goes into a group buy, and for that group buy, you essentially have two months or three months to get yeah. your order in. And during that two months or three months, there's no limit. You can order as much as you want, and then they say, "All right, we've we've reached our MOQ. We have an an, an order for 450 keyboards. We're going to make them." Yep. So when Microsoft does these limited run consoles, why can't they just say, "Listen, we know they're hard to get. We don't know when you'll get it." This is going to be live for 90 days because it's a limited edition product. Get your order in and we'll get you one when we can. Yeah. So, you know, I do a lot of pre-orders too. Uh, you know, I buy collect collectibles and whatnot. And every time these uh, collectibles come out, they, uh, they'll do pre-order run. They won't even begin mm-hmm. manufacturing yet. Right. They're like, you're, you're, but the, you know, the so time scales kind of are different though. The time scales are different. So when you do a, when you do a pre-order with with a main, like say uh, sideshow toys, you know they make these statues. Oh, they're uh, so nice. They're statues. so nice. Amanda uh, recently ordered a uh, Witcher. Uh, it's actually a Witcher Two statue. It's Yorvith off of uh, the, the Witcher Two. It, it's sure. really cool. The company will, you know, they put out the pre-order. People pre-order and then they begin manufacturing, right? Um, so the problem with that sort of model is it takes a long time for one. Um, you, you know, cause you're, you're does, like, okay, I'm going to get this a year. Yeah. You know, you're getting this a year out, maybe longer. Yeah, uh, like, Amanda just ordered a uh, figure that's going to take two years to, oh. to come out. Yeah. Oh. Literally two years. So, yes. you know, that's the, that's the state of things. The benefit to the manufacturer is they know exactly how many they're going to need to make. Um, and, they know and, their MOQ, the minimum order quantity. Uh, I know for uh, uh, in Amanda's case with the Yorvith statue, they didn't get enough pre-orders, so she just got an email saying they're canceling it. Oh, uh, this wow, is kind sense. of off topic from the Xbox situation, but uh, just sort of a unique thing. It's like okay, right. we didn't get enough pre-orders uh, to where this is worth it for us, so we're just gonna cancel. Dang. You know, Amanda was yeah, so upset. Yeah, that does suck. That yeah. does suck. But for the Xbox situation, like, obviously, they want the turnaround times to be a lot faster, right? They're already manufacturing these things during these pre-orders, right? You want right. to you want to get it soon after you order it. The timetables are different. If, the, if they were like, we can work with, like, a year-out timetable, but, like, people aren't that patient, dude. No. Um, you know, you're not going to be like, hey, the Xbox elite wireless controller and xbox series x halo edition bundle to to say that's not going to be ready for like when it comes out like the release date for this console is uh in november 15th so this is before halo infinite infinite even comes out yeah you'll have your hands on the console right so you know the timetables aren't there now they're going to be pumping these things out i'm sure and they're going to sell every single one they make 
it's i think oh, the problem absolutely i think if we just circle back like i think the problem is ultimately the silicon shortage they yeah. just can't make them fast enough dude this is why like if they could make them like quick we wouldn't have to worry about scalpers so yeah i agree yep but yeah, I think that's really all I had to say about Halo. You know, it's a disappointment, but then it's like a cool console. Okay, cool. We got a, uh, a, a we also got a release date. Uh, at least yeah, but it's irrelevant because we may not get one. Yeah, we might not get a console. We might not get a controller. But you know, we definitely will be able to play Halo Infinite launch True. day. Maybe True. not co-op. <sighs> anyway, tell me about it. Halo Infinite's kind of uh, it ebbs and flows, dude. It's like uh, I'm excited. Okay, now I'm disappointed. I want to be excited. Yeah. Multiplayer will be fun. All right, guys. I think we're going to close it out here. Thanks for uh, coming to the Technostatic Podcast. Bit of a longer episode It was longer. Today. We were talking about the folds. We were talking about the, the Halo. A lot of interesting topics. It was yeah, a good time. So, we had our first guest. Yeah. First guest. That was fun. It was smooth, actually. It was good. So, yeah. Thanks for coming, and uh, we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Bye.